so hard to not abuse animals. Oh, vegans, sorry about that. Guys, I'm really sorry about that. Didn't mean to uh, have that issue. You know, sometimes it's live and I, I set up all these broadcasts and sometimes the time for – I did all the Sunday school ones and Sunday school is at 1 o'clock. And sometimes because of that, it will carry the time onto the next broadcast that I set up. And if I miss it, well, that's how it happens. That's how the cookie crumbles and I'm very sorry about that. I do apologize. That's not, It wasn't my intention to mislead all of you beautiful vegans, you beautiful VFFs, the only ones who are having critical thinking, critical thought, the only ones that matter in this world are you, you beautiful vegans. Not that you're, you're not the only one. I'm exaggerating. A little hyperbole early in the morning for, uh, for the vegans out there. You're not the only ones that matter, but you're the only ones showing us what matters. So, you know, it matters. <laughs> Mm. God damn, carny tears are good this morning. I needed them. I need them badly. Vegan, of course, I thought so. I guess it's a good experiment to see how it affects viewer numbers. Good looking on the, you know what the real thing? That's what I like about you. You're always looking on the bright side. I like that. You know, sometimes I feel like when I make mistakes, I get so hard on myself. I'm like, what an idiot I am. How foolish I've been. How foolish could you possibly be? You know? And, uh, I, I've been convinced that I'm no longer going to edit the pre-shifts. The pre-shifts are just going to be the pre-shifts. We're no longer going to edit down the affirmations and the other things, which kind of sucks because I like them. I like living. I like living in the editing room. But um, but I've been told that less is more, and that we should not be editing the everything down to little highlights all the time. So. So that's what's going to happen. I'm going to I'm going to leave them as they are. I'm going to just do a live streams and somehow not edit it into affirmations and the other stuff. I don't know. It it's it's it hurts my soul a little bit because I really like having a lot of content, but people are saying that that's hurting my channel and I shouldn't have that much content. So that's okay, but that's that means that my time can be spent on designing t-shirts and doing all sorts of other stuff, you know? Doing things like putting more hats out in the world, putting more t-shirts out in the world for people to look at, working on my book, you know, there's all sorts of cool things that I should be working on, but instead I'm editing. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe putting out shorts, putting out more shorts for like putting them on Instagram and all that stuff. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Don't trip, buddy. We appreciate you. Thank you, Michaela Erickson. I appreciate you. You have no idea how much I appreciate you. Look at our member, our member, Michaela Erickson. Less is more. Keep some back for members content. Good idea. Members content. Good idea. That's a good idea to keep some back for members. That's a see. Now you're talking. Now you're talking my language. Keep some back for the members content and for the Patreon members. I totally agree. That's a good point. Thank you. I hadn't thought of that yet. I really appreciate you guys helping me out with this. We're on a we're on a journey, 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 journey. Don't say journey. All right. So I don't know if you guys noticed today, but 
there's something going on in Hawaii. People jumping in the water. People people going a little crazy in Hawaii because they just had the second deadliest fire in American in American uh, modern history uh, in recent history. Anyway, it, of course, in 2018 in Paradise, California, right, uh, kind of close to where I live, there was the one of the largest fires, most deadliest fires in the history of America. Eighty five people died. It was one of the worst things that ever happened. I remember it was 2018, so Donald Trump was president. He took a trip there, and then he forgot the name of the town he was in. It was really offensive to people in California because he he always says that California brings on their own fires. It's our own fault that we have all these fires out here. It's, it's California's fault that we have the fires, and the, it's, it's, it's the state's fault that those people are dead. So then he came out because presidents are supposed to do that in times of emergency, and he forgot the name of the town he was in. It was very sad. But anyway, Maui just had their fire and 35, 36 people have been confirmed killed by the fire. It was, they're not really sure what the cause of it yet is, was, but um, it started on in, on the dry side of the island, they call it. And the wind was so strong because of a distant hurricane or something. And it swept, they said it was the fastest moving fire they'd seen that tore down uh, whole cities, especially the um, the historic town in Maui, on Maui. It was so bad that people were jumping into the ocean to escape the flames. Can you imagine? So scary. It's so scary. Um, pe many people lost their homes, so we're not sure what the damage is yet. But, you know, our fellow Americans in Hawaii are suffering. Of course, they're saying that just like they did during Paradise, that it was uh it's exacerbated by global warming and that we're going to have more of these this is not going to be a rare thing it's going to be the norm thing in the very near future and it seems like it already is i mean paradise was only five years ago i've never heard of a fire like this in hawaii and neither has anybody else because it doesn't happen there they have very small fires on those islands they don't have these massive issued fires like that it's just very very it's just unprecedented, I should say. And um, it, it, it does, it worries me completely because if something like this could happen in a rich, in a rich country like the United States of America, what do you think is going to happen in poor countries that don't have the infrastructure to fight fires and don't have uh, fire suppressant technology installed in their homes? What do you think is going to happen when they don't have those precautions that America, because of our building code, we've been forced to we've been forced to make those those precautions. Take those precautions. I don't know I, I have I have very I have very dark view of the future when it comes to this type of stuff, and I'm really afraid of it. There we are. So that's the future, and then still we have some people living in the past. Down at the bottom, I just I just looked at this. I read this article, but it's so sad to me. In Kuwait and Lebanon, they're going to ban the Barbie movie because it doesn't adhere to traditional gender roles seems so weird you know like are we really we're really going to just they're going to ban movies because they're not they're not subscribing to traditional gender roles isn't that kind of weird doesn't it feel like what what's wait a second what year is it do you know what i mean i i never understand when how there's parts of the country where women because this is just sexism where women are just subjugated as second class citizens 
and I know America's not perfect, and I know the West isn't perfect. I know there's lots of things that we could improve on, obviously. We're still fighting for equality. But banning movies because their gender roles are not exact enough, are not are not traditional enough, that seems that seems pretty crazy to me. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it makes me get pretty upset and it puts me in the mood for an affirmation of the day. That's how I look at it. I just feel like we gotta have we gotta have an affirmation out of that because like it, it, it feel like we're living in the past. Let's look at the future. Let's see how we're doing. I'm making my life the expression. I'm making my life an expression of joy. That's great. See that we get a splash page every once in a while. I'm making my life an expression of joy. All right. Well, let's see what the next one is. I'm going to be someone's sunshine today. Am I going to be someone's sunshine today? I hope so, man. I've been feeling pretty down lately. Can I be someone's sunshine today? Even though I'm the one who's down, I think I could. I can be someone's sunshine today. Can I be your sunshine today? Because you're my sunshine today, you beautiful vegans, you VFFs, you vegan friends forever. Bringing joy to others brings joy to me too. Well, that's a fact. And in the end, the love you get is equal to the love you give. That's a Beatles song. Today I'm going to shine my light on anyone and everyone who's willing to receive it. I'm going to shine my light on everyone and everyone who's willing to receive it. If you want some light, come on then. I'm going to let it shine, this little light of mine. No matter what the weather is outside, I'm making my own sunshine wherever I go. Man, that's interesting. Today it's raining in Southern California, so that's really great. No matter what the no matter what the weather is outside, I'm making my own sunshine everywhere I go. Vegans, you make your own sunshine everywhere you go. You're the only ones making the world a better place. You're the only ones working to ameliorate the suffering of all beings. You're the only ones working hard to make the world a better place. Who else is doing it? Just the vegans. You're really rocking it. You're doing great. Keep shining bright. Shine bright like a diamond. Keep letting that light of yours shine. I think it's beautiful. I think it's so great what you're doing. So thanks. You know, today we have a word of the day. Back to this, hold on a second. Back to this thing about the ban on 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 Barbie. I'm a big freedom of speech guy. Maybe that's because I was born in the old US of A and we got the first amendment, but I mean, it's the first amendment, right? It's the big one. The first amendment. It's the first one they thought of. They're like, we got to be able to speak our minds. We're American. That's like, what else is more American than being like, we're, we're going to speak our minds for better or worse. I mean, sometimes we're a bunch of barbarians just flapping away, just not saying anything, but like, the free, freedom of speech is so important to our way of life, and it seems so foreign to me that there's there's people out there that can't see the Barbie movie. Not that the Barbie movie is so important or groundbreaking to me, but apparently it's so groundbreaking and revolutionary. That's the other thing. We hear all these messages all the time, like the vegan message. It seems like such a it seems like such a moderate based just easy thing to understand animals are non-human persons it seems so easy to me because you can look at an animal's eyes and see her 
a will to live. They're experiencing shit. They're looking around. They're looking. I've seen, I've seen animals look at the sky, look at the stars. You know, I've seen animals appreciate the world. And we're just like, no, we're just going to let them. You know, I think that vegans are always, we see that. And it seems like such an easy understanding thing. But that idea is revolutionary for a lot of people. It's revolutionary. It's hard to it's hard to imagine us as revolutionary sometimes because it seems like such a low expectation. It seems like such a low bar that we just want to offer animals the basic negative rights that humanities that humanity enjoys. But meanwhile, there's people out there. It's rev Barbie is a revolutionary movie. For me, my popcorn movie that I thought, ah, kind of nice, kind of a funny little movie. To them, that's revolutionary. That's groundbreaking. It's earth shattering to watch the Barbie movie. It really puts things in perspective for me in a way, you know? And it does, again, to me, I don't know, make sure that it makes, it, it, it inculcates the idea that the freedom of speech is our most important our most important and defining feature yeah speaking of speech our word of the day is encomium encomium what a weird word this is a new one for me do you guys know this word encomium is the word of the day for vegan activists i'd like to use it out there refers to an expression of glowing and warmly enthusiastic praise encomium glowing and enthusiastic praise I love, I don't get much encomium, but I try to give vegans a lot of encomium. I hope I can give you some encomiums. Let's see. Upon achieving EGOT status, the actor was deservedly showered with encomiums from across the entertainment world. That's pretty cool. EGOT. EGOT is Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. You get all four. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. All four. And you're like, yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? You got to. You got a lot going on. You can sing. You can dance. You can be on TV. <laughs> sing, dance, be on TV. All right. And comium in context. This happened just two years. It's one last year, November. It's not that long ago. People are using this. It's not some dead old word or something. Princess Shuri, Letitia, right, is desperately trying to save the life of her brother, King T'Challa, the late Chadwick Boseman, until her mother, Ramonda, Angela Bassett, arrives to deliver the dreaded news. Your brother is with the ancestors. Thus does Wakanda forever address head on the tragic loss of Boseman, who died of colon cancer in 2020 in a, in a fitting tribute. The shuffle of iconic characters that opens every Marvel movie here is composed entirely of images of Bozeman, a moving encomium to a gifted and charismatic actor who left the stage much too soon. Wow, that's pretty heavy. You know, colon cancer gets a lot of us. Colon cancer is directly related to eating animals. Not to not to throw shade on old Bo Chadwick Bozeman, who's a great actor, but... Your chances, just two strips of bacon a day increases your chances, your chances of colorectal cancer by 20%. 20%. It's far too much. Stop eating animals and stop getting colon cancer. It's a major killer. It's like usually number two or three in the United States every year at behind heart disease and heart attacks, you know. It's a bad one. Colon cancer gets a lot of people because we eat so much meat in this country. 
Did you know? It's my favorite part. Did you know to encomium for being kudos to encomium for being a marvelous, magnificent, must-have word for high praise for over four centuries, at least in formal speech and writing. Indeed, like its synonym, pangeric encomium. Pangeric. I don't even know that word. Uh, comes from encomion, meaning a celebration has seen a steady drop in usage since the early 1800s and is rarely encountered outside of literary or highfalutin context. It does pop up in pop culture now and again. However, music fans of a certain generation may remember a host of their favorite artists from Tori Amos to Stone Temple Pilots paying tribute to Led Zeppelin 1995 on the appropriately titled album Encomium, a tribute to Led Zeppelin. I remember that. Oh my gosh, man. Tori Amos did such a good cover. What did she cover? Oh, man, I remember that album. It was a good album. Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, I forgot about that. And more recently, the famously loquacious television series Gilmore Girls dropped encomium no less than five times in a 2016 episode featuring Stars Hollow, the musical, a show within a show featuring the line, not so fast with the encomiums. <laughs> Not so fast with the encomiums. Of course, you may dish out your own encomiums in any manner or velocity you wish. And verily, we shall tip our chapeau. Oh, that's so nice. I really like that encomium. What a great word. We don't throw enough encomiums out there. My encomiums go to vegans only. If you're not vegan, you will not get an encomium from me. Encomiums are reserved for vegans only. You heard? Yeah, carnists don't get encomiums. <laughs> Let's see. Carnists love it, love dousing. <laughs> Reasonable vegan with encomiums for his activism to continue harming animals. <laughs> yeah, it's a the to 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 prolong to prolong the animal's stat encomiums. The RSPCA receives receives endless encomiums for their prolonging of animal suffering though a little less suffering prolonging the animal's enslavement though slightly less suffering mm -mm. i like that not so fast with the encomiums folks lab animal testing though red briar why are you always here shitting on vegans don't you realize i already told you you're busy you're busy harming animals we don't need you around here, Red Briar. No one's no one's lab testing. What are you talking about? We're not talking about lead test. Can you can you stick to the subject? We're having a word of the day: encomiums. I would not grace any encom grace anyone um, who loves lab testing with any encomiums. That's for sure. Thanks, though. Actually, all abolitionists are one hundred percent against lab testing. So there's that, Red Briar. But you know, maybe you read maybe you read Peter Singer. Peter Singer's against lab testing, but also says that it can be used sometimes because of utilitarian arguments saying that the greater good might be worth sacrificing animals. But that means that we are using animals and the true vegan is against animal use, no matter what good may come of it. You see, because animals are persons. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Red Briar, for bringing that up for some reason. 
don't forget, everybody, we have Patreon.com. If you want to join, you can, because we're going to be putting more and more content on there, because I'm going to put less and less content on the main channel and more and more content on the Patreon channel and the membership channel. So just keep that in mind. If you'd like to support, buy some cool activist gear, please go to veganofcourse.net, veganofcourse.etch.com. Guys, if you'd give this video a like right this second, I would greatly appreciate it because it would help everyone understand that we're actually doing a broadcast today, even though I messed up the time. So most people didn't get an alert, a notification. But if you like the video, sometimes YouTube algorithm will kick in and say, oh, people like this, and they'll start sending it to the other people who are already subscribed. Wouldn't that be nice? I think so too. Thanks. You know, I really wanted to look at... Um, there's this veg news thing because I think it's so interesting on veg news. We have this awesome new thing saying that if you eat plants that you grow yourself, you can reduce your cancer risk. And I really like that eat and grow plants because both reduce your risk of cancer. A new study has found that plants are an effective way to remove air contaminants indoors. I love that. I need to put some plants we need a plant in this room, don't you think? We need like a big plant right here would be good. It's so dark in here. There's no sunlight ever. So maybe I should maybe I should get some I don't know. I'm thinking a plant in here might be nice. It might keep me from getting cancer a little bit longer. Maybe maybe cancer maybe I can kick off the can I could push cancer away a little while longer if I just get a plant in my office. That might be really cool. Countless studies have shown the health benefits of eating plants, but now new research shows that growing indoor plants comes with health benefits too. Man, that's awesome. I love this idea. I love this. I need more plants in my life. I have some plants and I just started growing some avocados. Uh, well, I did the thing where you take the pit and you put it in the water and you're letting it grow to be an avocado. And I have some celery that I'm doing it. I have a garden. I don't have many. I only have a couple indoor plants, like four. I need to get more, I think. Yeah. If I ever make any money, if any, if I ever get a, enough Patreon subscribers, I'm going to put some plants in here. That's a good idea. Thanks for the, thanks for the idea. <laughs> I have plenty of plants that just offsets the dusting I never do. <laughs> <laughs> that's true i need to buy some plants i think i'm on a busy bus route and i look at all the crap that accumulates on my blinds maybe they say that plants will help this this study says that it will help you keep from getting cancer additionally office buildings and residential park buildings often connect directly to underground parking lots see that making it difficult to avoid harmful gas related compounds seeping into work and residential areas many buildings are also exposed to gas fumes from nearby roads and highways oh my god but the great news is this study has shown that something as simple as having plants indoors can make a huge difference i love this and then forget about that okay that's just having plants eating plants check this out while discovery offers a ray of optimism, promising safer indoor environments and prolonged well-being. Look at this. Consuming plants reduces the risk of certain cancers, including breast cancer, prostate cancer, colon cancer. That's what got Chadwick Boseman, colon cancer, and other digestive cancers. Plants keep you from getting cancer. If you eat plants, you don't get cancer or you get less of it. 
or if you get it, sometimes you don't even notice it because it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't grow so quickly. Like I could have something growing in me right now. I wouldn't know it. You know what I mean? But because I'm a vegan, I probably, it probably won't grow up and kill me until I'm way older. And that's a good thing too. Sometimes we get cancers just because that's what we get as human beings. As we get older, a lot of animals get cancers. But if we eat plants, the cancers grow far more slowly. And that's important. Eating plants is good for you. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? Vegan strength, veggie power. Exactly, Michaela Erickson. Veggie power, vegan strength. Why are we? I can't believe we're still having meetings of the Flat Earth Society when meanwhile, the, the jury's in. The jury is in. Plants cure cancer. I mean... The first thing, that the conclusion is similar. Previous studies have suggested a beneficial role of specific plant-based foods on prostate cancer. Tomatoes, potentially harmful role of meat, dairy, and other animal products. We already know prostate cancer is a killer. I, I think that the, I mean, if you see where the eggplant is in this picture, do you think they did that intentionally? They did that on purpose, right? They did that on purpose. Like, look at where they put the, look where they put the eggplant, right? This is a joke. They did that intentionally, I think. But eat plants, don't get prostate cancer. We're back to the same thing. Big duck energy. <laughs> if your prostate doesn't work, your penis doesn't work properly. And that is enough for me. I'm going to start eating some more vegetables. Can I eat any more vegetables? I eat a lot of vegetables. Vegetables are part of my a big part of my life. All right. I think that vegetables are a wonderful part of my life, though. Don't you? What kind of vegetables do you think are going to... Do you think... Have you ever met someone with prostate cancer? You know what their doctors tell them? They tell them to go vegan. Of course, that's they go plant-based for their health. But they always... Doctors always immediately tell if you have prostate cancer, hey, you might, you might live. Either we're going to stick a knife up your butt or go vegan. And when they go vegan, they can usually just live with cancer. They just live with it and they die a normal expe life expectancy. It's pretty awesome. Do you think flat earthers want their belief to go global? <laughs> Worldwide, I think they would probably say. That's so funny. Do you think flat earthers want their beliefs to go global? They do. They want them to go global for sure. For sure they do. Absolutely. That's what they like. We still have a flat earth society meeting. I love that when Barack Obama was like, we don't have time for another meeting of the flat earth society. It was so funny because he was talking about global climate change. And he's like, the, the science is in guys. We can't, we can't keep talking about this. Like, but what about the 1% of scientists who say that it's not the ones owned by British petroleum? What about those guys? We don't have time to talk about those guys. We have to do something about this now. We can't have unanimous consensus about global climate change and then do something. We have to do something about it now and hope that we all survive. Right now, tell all these people over over in good old Hawaii that what's going on isn't caused by climate change. Think about when you have something this massive happening, you have to admit, like, how do you have 36 people die in the largest fire in in any memory of his, of any living memory in uh, in Hawaii, I mean, fires moving more quickly across the landscape than they'd ever seen. How could that happen? 
Revolta is here. What's up, Revolta269? What's happening? Love you, girl. Um, I mean, what 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 could possibly should we talk about the flat earth society? Meanwhile, it's like, okay, well, what's causing it? Animal agriculture. Well, let's study that a bit more. Uh, it's animal agriculture. Hello, uh, it's animal agriculture. All the studies show it's animal agriculture starting the, uh, keeping the global climate change and the catastrophe. It keeps it going. Uh, excuse me. Uh, let's 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 study a little bit more before we decide what we're going to do about climate change. Meanwhile, Hawaii burns. Meanwhile, 1.1 million Americans have no electricity on the East Coast because of storms. Things are getting bad. Things are getting serious. Things are getting serious. Kumbaya. There is enough evidence to support employing the precautionary principle at the very least. I totally agree with you. Plus, animals have rights. That's also a thing. Like, maybe... Like, I'm okay. I, I, I know a lot of people. What the, What's poppin', people? The world's on fire! You want to have an end-of-the-world party with me, Laura Griffiths? Gr Laura Griffiths, if the world really starts ending, come on over to California. We'll wait for the tsunamis together. I'd love to have you. We could practice each, We could practice accents on each other. We could practice accents on each other as the waves engulf us right here. I think, I think I'm close enough to the water that maybe a big enough wave could really mess me up. That would be pretty cool. You're down? All right. When the end of the world starts coming... Get your ass to California. We're gonna have a party. Party at my place in California when the world starts when the world starts really circling the drain, okay? <laughs> What's popping, y'all? Yeah, I mean, politicians for the most part, the right, always order reviews that take years as they have no interest apart from vested interest. Well, it takes that long for their investments to come in, do they? Their vested interest is in the companies that, that are making the problem. So they're like, well, let's study this before we really, let's not be too hasty about saving the world. Can you imagine, like, any time that they're showing, they're, they're like the world, there's an asteroid coming, it's going to hurt the Earth, we're going to all die. Well, let's let's not be too hasty about this whole saving the planet thing okay let's slow down take a breath because we got plenty of time to worry about that asteroid boom you're all dead i have 25 grams of protein so far today i better have tofu for lunch how many protein how many grams do you need son damn you counting protein grams up in here you, you counting your protein grams up in here son you know today um today is the 10th it's the 10th of august already can you believe it guys that it's the 10th i can barely believe it today in history we have uh, a lot of cool things happening though it's pretty awesome we have lots of historical events that went down and today in history we have charles ii laid the foundation stone the royal observatory in greenwich london that's a big deal because that's why we call it greenwich mean time isn't that weird Greenwich Mean Time, still today, the whole world, leave it to the English, the whole world counts their hours by Greenwich Mean Time. No one even knows what Greenwich is. It's just this guy, Charles, King Charles II and John Flamsey laid the foundation stone, the Royal Observatory in Greenwich, London. That's all it was. They put an observatory there in the 1600s. Badasses. They were way ahead. They figured out what they were going to do. John Cabot tells King Henry VII of his trip to Asia. Of course, John Cabot, 1497, 
John, John Cabot wasn't in Asia, of course. John Cabot was in a place called Newfoundland. And Newfoundland, today, there's actually a street near my house called Cabot Road. Cabot is still considered one of the first white people to come to the Americas, to North America. The first white person to get here after the Vikings. So pretty badass, you know. John Cabot made it to Newfoundland. Didn't know where he was, but still... He made it here, thought he was in Asia, and he was uh, actually in Canada. But pretty awesome. He called it a newfound land, Newfoundland, John Cabot. I think it's kind of interesting. He ended up trying to go back. He's like, I want to go again. It was so awesome. Let's go again. And he was actually Italian, by the way. It wasn't actually English, but the English are the ones that sent him. So then he goes back, and you know what happened? He's gone. He lost. He, he They never found him again. <laughs> John Cabot tried to go back to America. No one knows what happened. It just lost at sea. Or he made it back and who knows what happened. That there's lots of lots of theories about what happened to John Cabot. But anyway, the Smithsonian Institution started today. I think that's so cool. Do you know that the Smithsonian was also started by an English person? We have the America has the largest um, museum complex in the world today. It's called the Smithsonian. And what's really cool about this, John Smithson was a the son of a, of a royal. He was like a, a lord or something. He was very, very important, but he was the illegitimate son. And so he wasn't allowed to have his father's name. He wasn't allowed to have his father's riches. He was just he his life sucked his life sucked but he still became a famous chemist in his time and when he was a chemist he made he made enough money but then his father died without having any more children so this guy got all the riches and he was so pissed off he was so angry at england for so long that when he died he changed his name to smithson and gave all his money to america to start a museum just to piss off the king. <laughs> I love this story because he was he was just a bastard child of like a, of a lord or something and and ended up giving all of his money to America. And if you think about it, he died in 1830 or something. The 1846 was when the when the thing started. That's like War of 1812 was when America fought a war with England. England hated America. America hated England. But at the time, he gave all of his money all of his money, all of his silver and gold. Back then, money meant something, you know. Give it all to America. I love that story so much. Just to, he'd never been. He'd never been to America. He's never. He had never been here. But he hated England so much. He gave all his money to America to start a museum. <laughs> I think that shit's so funny. I've always loved that story. I love that big middle finger and death story. You know, like when you die, just one big middle finger to somebody. I hope I die like that. I love stuff like that where people put like, bury me upside down so the world can kiss my ass. <laughs> I love that. That I want to, that's how I want to leave the earth. It's just like, fuck all y'all. Why did you, what? You never liberated the animals and I'm dead. God damn you. What? I hate all of you. That's what I, that's how I want to all you. If when I die, when I die, put on my tombstone, carnies can go fuck themselves. <laughs> that's what I want on my, if, if when I die, give me a tombstone that says this, this is a, this is a tombstone for vegans. I don't want to be around carnies. 
Laura Griffith says, this dude sounds vegan. You think he sounds he sounds vegan, huh? Yes, yeah, Smithson's kind of vegan for sure. <laughs> Stoked 40 is still here. He goes back the end of August. Man, those Canadians get a lot of time off, huh? Was it Exxon who admitted they knew about climate change in the 70s? Can't remember. Maybe. A lot of them were saying they understood what climate change was back then because greenhouse gases, when I was a boy, when I was a little boy, people were talking about climate change. So we've known about it for a long time. We've known about it for 50, 60 years. I just don't. It's just unbelievable that people still don't care. Let's 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 be let's not be too hasty about this climate change thing. Um, <laughs> ABC was a Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart completes his chamber piece. Eine kleine Nachtmusik. Eine kleine Nachtmusik. It's funny we call it the the little serenade, but um, Nachtmusik. Does serenade mean? night music because that's what it means knocked music serenade i would really think of it as a lullaby but a kleine nacht music i think it's awesome okay leo daft opens america's first commercially operated electric streetcar in baltimore first one ever in baltimore in 1885 seems like so long ago all right the only people i care about here are the vegans and we don't have any so we're going to just talk about two guys here. Herbert Hoover was the head of the FBI forever, and he was also a crossdresser. Herbert Hoover was a – they called him crossdressers right there. Herbert Hoover was a trans woman who ran the FBI. And there's still people who don't like trans people. I don't understand it. I don't like Herbert Hoover. But clearly, trans people could do anything cis people can do, right? So – why why all the hullabaloo? Why are people so upset all the time about trans people? I don't understand why. I don't understand the transphobia. I don't get it. Herbert Hoover was trans. People knew it. And nobody, people kept it secret because, let's face it, you don't want everyone knowing all the time your business. But still, a lot of people knew. Even when I was a little kid, people were like, yeah, Hoover. He, he, wore, he wore ladies' underpants and, uh, and, and dressed like a woman every chance he got. Because yeah, he was trans. Yeah. Herbert Hoover. It's a whole thing. Maybe, maybe if he maybe if he was accepted for what for who he was, maybe he would have been such an asshole. You ever think about that? Maybe he would have been a good person if people accepted for who he was. Maybe he would have gone vegan. <laughs> maybe he would have gone vegan if people just accepted him for who he was. Or her for who she was. I'm not sure. Herbert Hoover is not around to tell us which pronouns he or she prefers because he lived a life in the closet. And he was he was kind of a big piece of shit. But I think I think he might have been a better guy if he was just uh, not always in the closet. Henri Nestle. Henri Nestle is an interesting character. He's one of my favorite, like he's such an interesting one because he's, he started, he started Nestle, obviously founded Nestle. But did you know, a lot of people don't know this. Nestle didn't start out as like a chocolate company. What it started out was there was a big problem. A lot of little babies were dying because they couldn't breastfeed for whatever reason either the mother died or the or they just the, the baby couldn't do it because of a disability there were all these there were a lot of babies dying because they couldn't breastfeed and Henri Nestle invented 
baby formula. Well, he invented condensed milk is what he did. He took cow's milk. He added lots of sugar and, and other fats and things like this to it. And he created sweet condensed milk. This became so popular that people started cooking with it. It's so weird to me. It's baby food. And people are like, let's put it in cake. It tastes delicious. And it became a candy. They became a candy manufacturer. Of course, Nestle is way bigger than just candy nowadays. They make all sorts of beverages and coffee and all sorts of stuff. Nestle is now one of the big evil corporations of the world. But back in the day, they really were just trying to use cow's milk to feed to babies it's almost as if maybe they should have figured something else out instead of using animals if they never used animals nestle wouldn't be in the situation we have today with this big evil company that robs people of their water supplies and all sorts of horrible things that this company has done poor Henri nestle's been dead a long time who knows what happened you know with that guy but like Maybe if he didn't use animals, we wouldn't be in this situation with Nestle. Actually, I'm pretty sure of it. Maybe they should have used plants to try to make baby formula. That would make sense. I think so, too. Good morning, Carrie. Imagine being transphobic and vegan. How silly. That is silly to be transphobic and vegan. I don't know how you could do that. How could you be transphobic and vegan? I don't understand how you could be... Any of those, I don't, if you're justice minded, you probably aren't um, vegan. I mean, if, if you're justice minded, if you're vegan, you're justice minded. So you wouldn't be into uh, denigrating other people, right? Try to understand the mindset of those who are homophobic, transphobic, et cetera. No place in the vegan movement for them. I totally agree, Michael Askew. There's no place in that, in the vegan movement anywhere. There's no place anywhere for people who are afraid of others just because they're different. It, all those things you said, transphobic, homophobic, all of that is just fear because someone's different from you. And that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense at all to be afraid of someone just because they're different. I mean, I'm different. You're different. Are you afraid? I mean, there's vegan phobic too, right? People just afraid of vegans. So I think it's important to remember that we're all, we have more in common than we have then we then we don't you know we have more in common than we have differences all right those are the only two birthdays that i want to talk about with these famous birthday guys but celebrity birthdays rosanna arquette antonio banderas kylie jenner riddick bow so riddick bow actually is the guy who beat evander holyfield he's pretty much of a he's pretty much a badass not vegan kylie jenner uh the furthest thing from being a vegan is kylie jenner she's 26 years old today she became the america's youngest billionaire because of a makeup line i i don't know how to say this but i'm gonna try to say it anyway women could do whatever they want with their faces i've got nothing just i what do i care but doesn't it bother you a little bit? Everyone's putting all this shit all over their faces and making people like Kylie Jenner billionaires. Doesn't that bother you a little? Like, do whatever you want. I I, I got nothing wrong. You want to put a bunch of stuff on your face, whatever you want to do. I'm I I got no judgment for you. But don't you? Doesn't it bother you a little bit that they're that they're making all of this stuff? They're oftentimes testing on animals, but that's and then people cake it onto their faces. And then she becomes a billionaire. And also, do you think 
if you're vegan and you look healthy and you're healthy, do you even need makeup? If if you look healthy and you feel healthy, do you need makeup? And now men are wearing makeup. And again, I don't care. Do what you want to do. No, no shade at people who wear makeup, really. But doesn't it bother you a little bit that everyone's putting on a mask when they go outside? And they're making people like Kylie Jenner billionaires? Billionaires? Like, shouldn't Greta Thunberg be a billionaire? I want Greta Thunberg to be a billionaire because I think she would give her money. I think she would use her money for something good for the planet. I don't think Kylie Jenner's doing fuck all for the planet. I think she's doing nothing for the planet. Testing on animals bothers me. Yeah, testing on animals bothers me too. I think that like, but if we if we don't, in California, her stuff probably isn't even tested on animals because in California, you're not allowed to test on animals. But still, it doesn't it bother you at, a, at least a little bit that people are eating animals so they look and feel unhealthy. They're overworked so they look and feel tired. They're over they're overstressed and full of anxiety so they look and they look and feel jittery. They look and feel cracked. They're prematurely aging, and like. They're wearing makeup to hide it all. And people like she, like Kylie Jenner are becoming billionaires. Yeah. I don't know. It bothers me a little bit. But whatever. Do what you want. Antonio Banderas is 63 today. He's always looking good. And Rosanna Arquette is 64. What great people. I wonder if Rosanna Arquette's vegan. Because the Arquette sometimes. I didn't look her up today. Usually I'll look up these people. Is Rosanna Arquette vegan? She's vegetarian. Rosanna Arquette is vegetarian for the most part. Oh, God. I've been vegetarian for 10 years for the most part. A nutritionist convinced me that I needed meat. But since then, I've been vegetarian again. On and off vegetarian for years. Rosanna Arquette. Oh, well. We didn't get one. She's not one of us. Sorry. Her products contains animal. Her products contain animal products. That makes more sense because, like in California, your products can contain animal products. Your your cosmetics can contain animal products, but they are not tested on animals. I think that's how it works. That's disgusting. That's enough for me, Hannah Moon Vegan. What a loser! Another Kim K. She's she's her sister. She's Kim K's sister, right? Kylie's makeup has gone downhill. Anyways, which I'm happy about. People realize a lot of her products are toxic. They're toxic? Oh, God. I, I just read about it. It's Kylie Cosmetics. And she's made, she became the youngest American billionaire by selling makeup. It just sticks in my craw a little bit. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. The Louvre opened today. The Louvre opened today in Paris at the Museum Central des Artes. All right, so... This is kind of cool. Isaac Hayes, he's saying, uh, you know, he was in, he was chef in, uh, he was chef in South Park. He died in 2008. He quit because he's a Scientologist. He was a Scientologist, but he didn't like people making fun of Scientologists. But he also sang, Chef, can you dig it? He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about the shaft. Isaac Hayes, um, pretty interesting guy. Michael Hauser was in widespread panic. Uh, Robert H. Goddard was a, the rocket man. He invented all these, these like early rocket scientists. Frank Lloyd. Who's Frank Scient? Who's Frank Lloyd? Oh, he's a director. I forgot. He directed a couple famous movies. But Thomas Elkins is the more interesting guy. 
He died today. Wait a second. I'm missing somebody. I'm missing somebody. I thought there was somebody else that... Famous birthdays today. I thought that... Oh, yeah, look at this. It's Doheny's birthday today. Oil tycoon Doheny, who drilled the first successful well in Los Angeles. It's his birthday today and set off the California oil boom. So this guy Doheny, it's his birthday today. And I really wanted to bring it up only because he was, he donated, he was an oil tycoon who was involved in the largest scandal in American history before Watergate. It was called the Teapot Dome Scandal. I've talked about it on the show before. It was the case where Sinclair Oil, this guy, Doheny, and several others were bribing public officials to allow drilling on federal land for private use to sell as, as, their, oil, as their oil stocks. Totally against the law. It was the biggest thing in history under, under um, Warren Harding. It was, it was a very big deal very horrible scandal it rocked the foundation of the united states and i think is how we got into our situation with oil companies today where we just let them do whatever they want because we don't want to have that big of a scandal again i really believe that so many people were so embarrassed when that scandal came out that it just still today they just let oil companies do whatever they want the teapot dome scandal this guy edward doheny totally involved but Next month or something, or when are we going? In a, in a couple months, we're going to the Doheny. Um, we're going to Doheny, which is this place. Doheny, it's a beautiful beach in Southern California, kind of near my house. And it's really close to where I used to live. I used to live super close. I could walk here. It's Do That's the jetty right there. That the uh, That's Dana Point Harbor. That's the jetty that was built for, the, for this place. It was donated in 1931. By Doheny, it became California's first state park, first state beach, sorry, first place where there's a state beach. You can go there and camp and do all sorts of cool stuff. It's a really awesome place to go. Doheny, though, everyone knows the name, but they don't realize it was named after a super duper oil tycoon who donated that land because there was no oil on it. He owned all the land around it, so he donated that to the state because there was no oil on it. And so we got a really cool beach out of it. Doheny. So we still call it Doheny State Park. And if she sells her products in China, they will be tested on animals. That's true. They will. Absolutely. It's required by law to test cosmetics on China, in China. That's true. On animals in China. Yeah. Plenty of vegan and cruelty-free makeup available. Kylie's makeup is in everyone's trash now. Good. Yeah, Ohana. We're going to the Ohana Festival at this beach. Karina and I are going to be going to this beach. Who are we going to see there? Is the Chili Peppers going to be there this year? I forget who's going to be there this year, but it's usually a big band that plays on this beach at the state park. They've been doing it for a really long time. And Karina got some layaway, some tickets on layaway, and we're trying to pay them off so that we can go to this beach and check out some, some musicians. Pretty cool. Doheny State Beach. Anyway, it's Doheny's birthday today, and I thought that was interesting. It's this guy. He was an oil tycoon. He was the first successful oil well in the in Los Angeles. Came to California, struck it rich. There you go. Um, anyway, who else died today? I forget. 
Oh yeah. Thomas Elkins. Thomas Elkins was one of the, you probably don't know who he is, but he's like the Harriet Tubman of the North. He lived in, he was an abolitionist. He lived in New York. He was a pharmacist. He became a dentist. He was one of the most renowned black men of his time. He died in 1900, but before that, he ran one of the most successful stops on the Underground Railroad, where he led people into Canada from New York City. He was he saved countless lives. He was a real activist. He was a real abolitionist. He didn't care about trying to make the lives of slaves better. He didn't think that people should be slaves. He was a dentist who was black. And meanwhile, his black brothers and sisters were slaves just a few hundred miles away. Think about what that does to you. So he spent his life risking it all to take people in bring them to Canada, runaway slaves. That was, that was his, that was his friggin' uh, legacy. What's going to be yours? You know, I think it's so important. Thomas Elkins was, is his name. He's like the, the, the Harriet Tubman of the North. And when you ask what an abolitionist is, this is the type of thing I'm thinking about. Someone who doesn't think that there are any circumstances under which someone should be a slave. There are no circumstances under which any use of anybody should ever be permitted. There you go. I love him. Thomas Elkins, he died today, and I hope you have a better day than he did today because on, on August 10th, 1900, he died. Notice they don't even have his birthday because back then they didn't, even, they didn't even record the birthdays of black people. Can you believe that shit? They think he was born in 1818, but they're not really sure. Notice... They don't even have his birthday. No birth birthplace. New York died. They don't really have. They think he died in 1818, though. They think he was born in 1818. But they didn't record black people's birthdays back then, even in New York. Because in 1818, black people were slaves even in New York. That's why the manumission laws had to happen. Mr. Elkins, we salute you. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. Totally uh, agree. All right. That's the pre-shift. I hope you guys had a good time. Uh, yes, Sky. When Laura Griffiths, I told Sky we should have a vegan wedding and just invite all the VFFs. Yep, all the VFFs will be invited to the wedding. Oh, we're seeing the killers and the Foo Fighters, right? Mm. If you guys want to come to the, if you guys want to come to the party, come on down. Deregulations off the scale. Some look at Qatar as their role model. I think at least 6,500 6, 6, people died. Dude, Qatar used slave labor. It was one of the worst systems. I, I was insane. While that was happening at the World Cup, I was working with a guy from Nepal sitting next to me. And how many Nepalese people were being killed because they were treated as slaves to build the World Cup city? Total, just straight up slavery. Just straight up. Just straight up, 100% slavery. Unbelievable. You're absolutely right, Michael Askew. The World Cup lost a lot of respect for me that day. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, Michael Askew. 
Amen, Karina. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining. If you haven't already liked this video, please see it in your heart to do so. I invite you to like the video right now. Don't forget that we do have awesome activist gear at veganofcourse.etsy.com and veganofcourse.net. You can pick up a hat that Grumpy Vegan Granddad had. It's pretty dope. We also have this limited edition one that's called Vegan Big Duck Energy. It's got big duck energy. There's a big old duck on it. Big vegan, big duck energy. Should I zoom in? Should I zoom in? Here we go. Vegan big duck energy. That's the tote bag. I think I think I think anybody could enjoy the vegan big duck energy. So please check that out. Laura Griffiths, what's stopping you? Come get the hat, girl. What you doing? What's popping, y'all? Get the hat, y'all. Help a brother out. You know? HBO, baby. Help a brother out. HBO. Okay, so tonight I'm very excited because not only is Kirsten Maryland going to be on the show, but also Kirsten Maryland's mom is supposed to come. Kirsten Maryland's mom became vegan because of Kirsten. If you were if you watched last night's show, you would have seen um Logan Brown and Brandon talking about what we can do to try to get our family and friends to become vegan. And I think it's very difficult to understand that like how could we could do it? But you could automatically, well, you could come and see how Kirsten did it. Her mom is vegan today and went vegan because of her. She says after a year of bullying her. We'll see what, what the story is. But we're going to have Kirsten Maryland's mom on the show who went vegan because of her daughter. So thanks, everybody. I appreciate you so much. I, I appreciate you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can't fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all You know, I uh, I shower you vegans with encomiums because I love you. And I'd like to remind you that uh, today's Thursday. Friday, we'll have AJ Armando, the turning veganese guy. He's always a good laugh. I think he's a really funny guy. So I'm hoping that we're going to have a good talk on Friday afternoon. And don't forget that on Sunday, we have Sunday school coming up at 1 p.m. on Sunday. And everyone can come on. If you ever want to come on the show on Sunday, just put it in the chat that you want to come on. And I'll send you the link. You can come right on the show. Sunday was supposed to be a group effort and having some fun with all the vegans. Just a nice, cool chill out with me and Lauren, the vegan yoga mama. So hopefully you guys will will hook us up. Come on over. And meanwhile, visit at veganofcourse.net. Appreciate you so much, vegans. Illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Thank you.